Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, April 20, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? A lot of stuff on the docket today. Pretty wild intraday session. We'll get to that later. The first thing we do is take an assessment of the daily chart. Where are we? What's going on? What information can we derive from the update, meaning today's candle, on the chart? We're in a pullback situation, but let's not forget and remember what the title or cover story of yesterday's video was. It was, are the markets running out of time? And we're in one of those time periods where the market could be running out of time and that's why that came out yesterday there's always a method to the madness we take a look at the daily chart she's bullish above all the moving averages the trend is your friend until it's over today turns out just to be a down day the spy was down a little over two bucks the s p was down about 24 or 5 points we did have a little bit of a pickup in volume however it's still below the average 60-day volume. That's this black line running across the chart on the bottom. So when we don't have tremendous volume, for example, or for instance, over here, that was bottoming volume. That was capitulation, at least from this perspective down here. It's not always the same, but as compared to what was going on in the recent past to this, this was heavy volume, turned out to be capitulation volume, and the market started trending higher as the volume subsided. We talk about volume a lot inside the numbers live in the live trading room and how we use it, use it to our advantage. It's a learning situation. We're going to use the low from the 13th, 408. It's 407.99. We're going to use 408 as the bogey for now. Below 408, they're going to come into the 20-period moving average, and if meaning a big if they get below the 20-period moving average and these pivot lows here, it's going to open the door for that 404.55 that we were discussing over here when the market was coming down as that was the line in the sand. Now they're way away from that. Can I say way away? How about far away from that? However, you never know what tomorrow brings. This is Options Expiration Week where weird stuff does happen. How about a refresher of the weekly chart? Now keep this in perspective. This week's candle is small. It's got a very tight range. Doesn't mean tomorrow won't be a big day one direction or another. We don't know that it will or it won't. I'm just asking you to put in perspective, nothing has happened this week. That's from the bigger picture perspective. Nothing happened. Here's a 240-minute chart. I think it's worth a look. They're riding the 20-period moving average. Stay above, she stays bullish, get below, something else is developing. That's item number one. Might want to put that on a sticky note. The second item is the first 240-minute candle of today. This is half a day chart. So the first half of the day had a reversal candle. The second half of the day was reversing the reversal candle in the back down direction. But what did they actually do? And we talk about this in the live room and inside the numbers notes all the time. Spike the low, rip it back up in the other direction. Well, they spiked the low and got to an important place that we were talking about in the live room all morning long. There were traders that took that trade late in the day at a number, which I'll show you later, because we talked about it 
all morning long, and they got paid. Now, I want to show you something else that you're going to see on another chart. You're not going to see on this one. We talked about this candle. So let's say they come down again tomorrow. We're looking at this candle. The low is 407.99, call it 408. It's an important spot because under normal garden variety conditions, they're going to put up a bull bear battle at a low on a breakup candle like this. Even intraday, they may get below it intraday, but they generally will fight back. Put that on a sticky note for tomorrow, just in case. Now, we're going to demark this place on the chart, and we're going to flip over to a 120-minute chart. Look at that place. On the 120-minute chart, there's a gap. How you doing? And here's an hourly chart. Obviously, it's not just in the 120 chart. There's your zone. This is what inside the numbers members will see tomorrow. Put it on a sticky note, 408 to 40660. We don't know they'll be there, but if they get into that zone, unless they're opening significantly below this zone, they get into that zone during the morning rush, there's a pretty fair chance that you're going to find support in that area. What that means is for a bounce back in the other direction. What about inside the numbers? What happened today? Anything relevant? What I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. I'm going to point out a few important things. We'll focus on the numbers. You can read the rhetoric for yourself. You'll see later on, 4.12.35 was our pivot, meaning the bulls are in control above, the bears are in control below. If they're above, then they'll head to 4.13. Okay, fair enough. This is at 0 dark 30. Let's get a visual under our belt. Right of the vertical is today's activity. 4.12.35 is the lower horizontal trend line. That was our pivot. You can see how they centered around the pivot in the morning, a little above, a little below. They couldn't get to 4.13. They did it later. They spiked it, pulled back a little bit. We had traders that scalped that price late in the morning, early afternoon session. We were also, and you'll see this in notes, we were looking for a short right here early in the morning at the pivot, 4.12.35. They got to a high of 4.12.32. We do have some traders that will step in front. We talk about it in the live room. That was the exact number. Those type of things become traders' choice. There were some traders that took the short and were paid accordingly. Now, check this out. What if they decide to further kill the tape? Getting below 4.11.50, for example, opens the door to 4.10.60 and lower. How you doing? Now, it happened late in the day. It's a very difficult trade with time running out on the regular market session. If they don't bounce, what do you do? So that's a tough trade. We wanted it earlier in the day. We would have taken it with both hands earlier in the day. But here it is late in the day, and it still worked out. And that was put on the board at zero dark 30. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. 821, I'm saying here yesterday it was very curious that they couldn't reach 4.12 first thing in the morning. Well, they were below that. It got below. It was now unfinished business, and it really wasn't as important as some other stuff today. But they didn't get there yesterday. Just thought I'd mention it. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. What's the scoop at 9 o'clock? We have a pivot that Mrs. Market is currently below, 4.12.35. So we know that's the pivot. You saw it before. It was the pivot. Running a test is one thing. If she does, getting above and staying above is another. Can a trader short the pivot? Yes, with the full and complete understanding that if she gets above, 413 is the next spot that's magnetic and will draw a price up to. We saw that. 
That was another place that would provide overhead resistance and a reaction in the other direction. So what that becomes is a zone, 412.35 to 4.13, short zone early in the morning. They came up short of the 4.12, you saw that, but that was essentially the number. They just didn't give some traders the trade. The front runners by a few pennies, they did give the trade. Sometimes they come up short, other times they spike them through. I say it every day, multiple times a day. I provide the numbers. 41061 is the first place of support that can bounce the tape. That was, in my opinion, early in the morning, during the morning rush. That's the trade I wanted. That's the trade that came out at 9 o'clock, before the opening bell. Things will change after the opening bell, but before you can see exactly what kind of tape it is, you have to have a game plan. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Now they start trading out, all of a sudden they're bouncing the tape, and you'll see other numbers come out, support, resistance, and you'll see it all morning long right through the early afternoon time frame. 1041, still the pivot, 412.35. When it's quiet and they're going back and forth, you just have to reiterate what the important stuff is and be prepared for the unexpected like the collapse in the afternoon. And here's what's important about that one. So I want to show you something that was written here at the end of the day so traders knew where the bull case was over. So it looked like they were just trending higher. So it looked like and actually what is the case are generally two different things. That's why I don't love the term looks like because it may look different five minutes from now. Well, if traders are riding it up, and we did have traders that rode it up also away from the pivot in the northern direction. We also had some stocks on the move. We'll get to those later. But what we're saying here is, where does it actually turn off the bull case? And if I'm trying to ride it up, where do I have to get out of the trade? Below 412.80 on candle closes and the upside is likely on hold. If they were to stay above 413, they could have, but they chose not to work their way up to close the gap left open from yesterday. They came up short, turned around. Once they were below 412.80, that's it. Long case over, bull case over for the time being. And that was all the way up here. We had traders that were long from lower, 412.35, give or take, or lower. And so that's where you knew to get out. Paint by the numbers, follow the directions. Only take. The trades that Mrs. Market gives you, don't take the stuff she's not giving you, the stuff you don't want. If you don't want it, you don't take it. If you go by those guidelines, your results will skyrocket. I say it every day in the live room. I'm the alter ego. What happened with stocks on the move? The form is starting to fill out with earnings season underway. I told you they'd come fast and furious, and here they come. We had STX, Zion, and Tesla hit their numbers. NTAP didn't, came close. GM didn't, F5 Networks did not. So the ones that don't, they're off the board. Let's take a look at the ones that did. STX did it at the end of the day, kind of like that SPY 41060. But nevertheless, they kind of gave it to you anyway. But nobody's taking this trade late in the day on STX. I can assure you of that. Or you shouldn't be. I can assure you of that. You want that one here when they're coming down early in the morning that's the ideal one they don't have to do it in the first candle but after this and they come down late in the day that's not the same trick so technically they did it but technically it doesn't count zion counts getting a haircut at the opening bell 3093 was the number they spiked it 
They rallied. They gave traders the trade. We had a lot of participants in the live room. We had participants inside the numbers. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame, period, full stop. This one was more than the base hit. How about Tesla? Getting a haircut at the opening bell, 165.22. Nice rip. They gave you a total here of a high 169.55. So a little over four bucks. Then they came into the second number, and we had traders participating at the second number in the live room. And I suggested they take a buck or a little over a buck because it was a different kind of tape now than it was earlier. So you adjust the profit target. We can call this one in the trading parlance a twofer in Tesla. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Not much. Closed inside of yesterday, down a little bit on the day, half a percent, 90 cents. Can't make much out of that. No relative strength or weakness, pretty much on par with the SPY. So they're still eating time off the clock in between these moving averages. Nothing has changed since what we've been discussing. However, we will notice once again that they are making a bearish, wedgish, flaggish kind of thing under the moving averages on the weekly chart. That's bearish. They're in a different position than most other charts, major market indices. We have to note that it's my favorite market leading indicator. Put that down on a sticky note, please. Anything material happened in the transports today? A little bit of relative strength. They were actually up 12 points on the day. They were up more earlier, but there's nothing really substantial going on. They're contained by that 50-day moving average. They made a run for to make a test of the breakdown candle high over here. This is the one I'm referring to. It came up just a few cents short, a few dollars short in DJT terms. Garden variety stuff. Could be a similar situation going on that we see in the IWM, not quite as bad, but if they can't get above this 100, this could be one of those bearish, wedgish things for another move lower. However, you have to be the umpire calling balls and strikes. You have a low, a higher low, and another higher low. Not by much, but you do have a higher low. So you have to be aware of all the surroundings on the chart. Be the umpire calling balls and strikes. The Q people will stay on the weekly chart first and then we'll backtrack. You can see here they're just going sideways, eating time off the clock in a bullish, flaggish formation under the 100 period moving average. Anything bearish right here? Not necessarily. Umpire calling balls and strikes. Daily chart above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend flirting with it today, but yet closed above the 20 period moving average, the last moving average. Of the four, I should say first moving average of the four. They're above all. That's bullish, period, until it's not. Financials, XLF down nine cents. What do you make of that? Nothing. They're in the same place they were yesterday. Look at the big picture. Look at the visual. There's nothing going on. They may be beginning to build some energy or eat time off the clock to build energy to get into and through these moving averages. We don't know, but they are into a resistance zone doesn't matter. They haven't reached the moving averages yet. This is overhead resistance. Smash Mouth. So here's what's going on in Smash Mouth. Forget the fact that they're in between these moving averages bouncing back and forth. What we also have is one of these breakdown candles. Tried to run a test to the high. They didn't get there. And now they've just been eating time off the clock. So if they can't get above the high of this breakdown candle, that means that the energy will be released in the southern direction. Another leg lower. Where would that go? Well, check this out. You have this area down here around 240. 242 to 240 in that area. 
that's where you would find natural garden variety support if in fact, let's say you found them down there sooner than later. Not new, we've talked about that one before, but it's worth another look. Hey, have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.